Good morning, tappers. Good morning, tappers. Let 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 Megan yawn first before she does her morning intro. I know. I was like, oh, Sean, better go first. This one's a long one. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Crime on Tap. We are blessing your ears today with better audio. We really do apologize for uh, the last couple episodes' audio, but my, I mean, it's my fault. <laughs> It's, there's no we here. It was my fault. I apologize. <laughs> but even editing it, me and Megan were like, this is like cringy <laughs> how bad the audio is. So thankfully today we're back to normal. Mm-hmm. We got the audio back under control. So it should be a good episode. Mm-hmm. We've got our blue balls in our hands. Uh, both of them? Yeah, b- <laughs> a ball in each hand. <laughs> Megan, I want to ask you, have you been just like moist the last like four days here oh like my i'm so dewy like everything in my body is just like wet all the time i would say the last four days for me it was yesterday like i Mm -hmm. literally stepped outside and immediately started sweating (laughs) like i it was like i walked out from my beautiful air-conditioned apartment and i walked outside and like almost took my breath away like I was like gagging. I was like, "There's no air. There's the air is so heavy. I literally have none to breathe." Okay, Jordan Sparks, relax. <laughs> but it's so true. The air is just so it's so heavy that like when you come when you're in like air conditioned space and they go outside, it's like I can't choke this down. It's so thick. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So heat wave. Hello. Heat wave. Well, the ep- the a little bit later on in this episode, we're going to talk about talking more about the heat wave going on across this country. But I feel like it's a good test for me for Florida because this is Florida every day in the summer. Mm. So I'm going to get used to it. And let me tell you what: the dog he is not used to it. He hasn't been outside like for a walk. I just walked him today at 5:30 this morning because. If I wait any longer in the day, it's too hot for him, and he will literally, like, pass out down there. So, (laughs) Well, he's covered in fur, poor thing. I know. He's 100 pounds. He's covered in fur. um, But he got his walk-in this morning, so he's going to be cooling off the rest of the day. But, I mean, I woke up at, like, 6 o'clock, and it was already 82 degrees. I'm like, what? Are we in the Southern Hemisphere? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. But... I already told Megan, I was like, these episodes need to be quick because we sold all of our air conditioners and our last remaining air conditioner is where we were, where I record. So it's got to be off for like an hour, hour and a half. So like these, these episodes got to be quick. I ain't got time. <laughs> I'd rather be sweating here. Yeah. So they're going to be quick and dirty and sweaty. <laughs> what are you drinking today to cool off? So I actually, I, I too am recording in the only place that we have the air conditioning actually. Oh my god! In the bedroom, but um, Megan, we are so <laughs> brave. Like the tappers don't even know like how much we're doing for them right now. I know, really. Like we're sacrificing. <laughs> but um, I don't really have I don't really have a cool drink because I feel like iced coffee. I don't have the patience for it to wait for it to cool off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I have hot coffee, but I also have water to then cool down and hydrate afterwards. <laughs> yes. So. I mean, if your water purifies the soul, mm-hmm. and we need it the most right now. We need to be hydrating as much as possible um, with these conditions we're going through. But I have a nice coffee as well. Well, you would say coffee, iced coffee is a lot of work, but 
I, I brew the coffee hot and then I just pour it over ice and then it cools down. Oh, well, I, I guess I have just super hot coffee that just melts <laughs> ice immediately, I feel like. so. Oh, there's a trick. You got to use a lot of ice. Okay, the more. Like a lot. A lot of ice and then, yeah, like a, probably a quarter of it after is melted and then you're drinking like watery coffee. But if you drink it quick enough, then it's good. Okay. So that's how I feel. Well, hopefully the heat wave passes soon. But Megan, now that we have our drinks, I think it's like, man, we're getting right into the episode today. It's another classic episode, so I think it's time to get into it. So what's your, oh wait, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Let's kick it into gear because hot toppies are here. Woo! Ooh, woo. <laughs> All right. So I my first story here, I need to talk about it because Megan, you brought it to my attention the day the story dropped. Mm. Um, Ricky Martin. What in the hell is going on here? This is insane. So I feel like it's come out. He's like, no, it didn't happen. And then more information has come out. And he's like, no, but like, I see that there's more information, but like, I still like, it didn't happen. Um, okay. So for everybody who doesn't know, um, on, well, actually the story goes back to July 1st. On July 1st, a judge in Puerto Rico granted a temporary restraining order against Ricky Martin um, and the name was anonymous. They didn't say who it was. Right. But eventually it came out that it was his nephew. So we know who the fuck it is. We know everything about him. And apparently they were having relations for seven months, sexual relationship with Ricky Martin and his nephew. Um, so let's get into that a little bit because that is just – imagine being Ricky Martin, a celebrity. He, he's over the age of 50 and he's having sexual relations with his nephew. Yeah. Like, you could have anybody, Ricky. You could have me, <laughs> unwillingly. Like, you could have all of me. But you choose your nephew? Like, what the fuck is going on? Tells me <laughs> effed in the head. I mean, there's got to be something going on. Well, I mean, he's denying all the claims. Right. So, it could not be true. We're could be all exaggerating the situation. I mean, it's a great headline. You know, Ricky Martin being charged for incest uh, with his nephew. That is a headline if I ever heard one before. <laughs> well, in the way they framed it, I thought the nephew was underage, but I think he was 21, right? Is the age of the nephew? Right. Yeah. So even if it was seven months prior, he was still over the age of 18. Which I guess is, which still... is a little bit better, but... Right. I know, we give him that. Like, at least he waited until he's 20. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently the son... Um, the nephew is the son of Ricky Martin's half-sister. So, like, is it his half-nephew? Like, let's get this right here. Yeah. Is it his half-nephew or is it his full nephew? <laughs> I, How does that work? I feel like once it's a half, then whatever they... I mean, I don't think there's half-nephews, half-uncles. I think it just is, like, half-sibling, and then after that, it's just, like, it's regular, I feel like. Yeah. Because then it gets too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, it's disgusting. And even Ricky himself and his lawyers say the claims are disgusting. Um, so I wanted to read this little response from Ricky Martin because he has already come out and responded to the claims. Um, and he says that the idea is not only untrue, it is disgusting. We agree, Ricky. Mm -hmm. So where's the facts? Show the proof. We all hope that this man gets help he so urgently needs. Um, but most of all, we look forward to this awful case being dismissed as soon as the judge gets to look at the facts. 
The protection order entered against me is based on completely false allegations, so I'll respond through the judicial process with the facts and dignity that characterizes me. He says he can't make um, any statements because it's a legal matter, blah, blah, blah. But his court hearing is today, uh, Thursday. So you guys are listening to this on Friday. It was yesterday. So he's going to be coming forth in front of a judge in Puerto Rico via Zoom on these claims. And uh, the judge will either determine whether to expand the protection order from the nephew from against Ricky um, or to dismiss the case altogether. Um, so it's a big day today for Ricky. I mean, I don't know what they're going to be like. They, they only had 21 days to bring forward evidence. Like, I feel like that's not enough time to like fully get like your case, you know? Yeah. Or maybe it's just like, it's so outrageous that it's like, they don't even need that time. They could literally just like, pull up receipts of like the nephew right. like maybe texting and being like oh i love you uncle ricky or something and <laughs> and uncle ricky's like yo back off <laughs> right like what the hell's going on right well apparently other family members have come out and said that the nephew has struggled with other mental illness in the past not from just this so i mean i don't know it's hard to just take sides and just follow what people are saying here because of course, somebody's going to say one thing about the nephew. Somebody's going to say something about Ricky, mm-hmm. depending on, like, how much they favor each of them, you know? Right. Yeah, but it's like, why, uh, even if you're mentally ill, why would you just randomly say that? Like, right. I don't know. And the defense for um, the nephew is coming out and saying that they separated over two months ago, but the respondent does not accept the separation. Um, apparently, they're saying that within the protection order uh, that Ricky has been calling the nephew frequently. And he also has accused him of hanging around his residence on at least three occasions. Um, So, I mean, I don't know what, how, I mean, I guess you could prove that. I mean, there's there's cameras and stuff and then like phone records. Yeah. But being on the tower, this is just wild. This is bizarre. Someone's lying. So I want to know who's lying because someone's lying here. (laughs) Right, right. Because they're they're completely different ends of the story. So recently this week as well, there's been calls to the nephew who has been threatening him with death, uh, threatening him with death. What's the word? Death threats? Death. Oh, yeah. Threatening him with death threats. Um, There was one on Wednesday coming from a Canadian area code. Um, saying that, or he was threat giving him death threats if he came before at the hearing, and there was another one that came from a New York number, which uh, the man named what street the nephew lived on, um, and then apparently later on the phone numbers appear to be disconnected. So I don't know how people hack like that. Like, how are they finding the nephew's address and shit? Like, that's insane. Uh, yeah, clearly we we miss we miss that at um i don't know you're pretty good though you can get some info i know i think i could find it yeah <laughs> i mean i found bad baby's address like i could find ricky martin's nephews yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so not only is ricky martin facing um these allegations but also this week his former manager rebecca drucker um also filed a lawsuit out in la on wednesday for a three million dollar um unpaid commissions suit so i mean he's facing multiple shit here um if it is true that he is fucking his nephew i mean that is career ending it is done for him um 
And then also, I mean, I feel like at this time, Rebecca Drucker is like, well, he's already going through shit, so I might as well get my claim in here, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like anti-Ricky right now. I, right? I'm sorry, but he had, what was it? Live in La Vida Loca, and for me, that was it. <laughs> that was it? That's the only song I know. <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't know why people are coming for him. He's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess today's a big day for Ricky. Um, when, I, when this episode comes out, you guys already know the, the results, but we'll let you guys know in an update episode what's going on with Ricky Martin, but... That's my update on Ricky Martin, Megan. So kick it into second gear. So we're kicking it into second gear here. And <laughs> here's a story that connects our two states. Well, the state that you're in right now. Okay. So there's a missing Massachusetts woman that was found dead in Vermont. <gasps> I heard about this. Oh, you did? I heard about all of this. I heard about the guy. I heard about the shootout. I heard about everything. So tell it. Okay, so the body of a Massachusetts woman who was reported missing over the weekend was found in Vermont on this Tuesday. And um, it's said to be the victim's ex-boyfriend who was wanted for, who was wanted to, he was wanted for questioning. He wasn't wanted, he was just wanted for questioning. Right. Just have a couple questions. Yeah, it's like, um, excuse me, hello, I have a, a couple quick cases for you. I got a couple cues. Can you mind answer? Do you mind answering? Uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> and her disappearance, and he was shot and killed by officers. Mm. I was over in like Brattleboro, Vermont, or something, right? Yes. So she was found. Twenty-three-year-old Mary Anderson was found in her pickup truck in Brattleboro, Vermont. Okay, and Alexa wants to go back there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's, there's the. Um, <laughs> I almost said Radley Sanitarium, which is the um, psych ward in um, Pretty Little Liars, oh. but the Brattleboro Retreat. It's, yes, it's not a spa. <laughs> no, it's not. I know all about the retreat, Megan. I used to sell electrical shit to them. Oh my! Oh my <laughs> god! For their fucking shock <laughs> therapy, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Probably, I bet. <laughs> Oh my but yeah, God. they would come in and order all this shit. They were still they're still building or adding on to it. I don't know what they were doing, but I would sell them all this shit. And I didn't know what it was. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like, oh, the Brattleboro Retreat. Ooh, can I get a massage? Yeah. You couples massages and face masks? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she was last seen on Saturday night in Hudson, New Hampshire. So she was driving from oh. Massachusetts. So it connects all the states here. It does. I mean, Hudson, New Hampshire is where the Goodwill bins is. It's the outlet center. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to stop <laughs> hanging around these places. You're going to get know, in trouble. They're not safe. Oh, my God. Was she seen at the Goodwill? No, it doesn't say that she was seen at the Goodwill. <laughs> I bet she made a quick pit stop, pit stop and then went off to Vermont. Yeah. To Brattleboro <laughs> Retreat. Um, yeah. All right. Continue. So they wanted to question her ex-boyfriend, Travis, or not Travis, Matthew Davis. Travis Barker. Who, Travis Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Davis, who's 34 years old. See, there's always like big age discrepancies in these stories, yeah, I feel like. I, I did notice that. So... Um, because she was 23, right? Yeah, so she was 23. He was 34. And yeah. so he was seen at 745 Tuesday night walking in West Brattleboro. And she was found at 1 a.m. 
dead in her truck in Badaboro. Okay. So, so sus. Um, Both sus. So during an attempt. questions. So they try to speak to Davis. Okay. And it, my article, maybe you have more information, just says in quotes, during an attempt to speak, end quote, to Davis, he was shot and killed by officers. Um, does it say what? Because I also looked into it and I was like, why did they shoot? What happened? Yeah. So they're not releasing any information by that uh, about that. Um, Isn't that strange? Like they don't shoot unless he's shooting at them or like coming at them with like a hatchet or something, you know? Right. So in an attempt to question, he ended up dead. Right. So like what happened here? And they said so there's no firm connection of why he'd be in Brattleboro. So I guess they're trying to set up that, like, okay, he was in Brattleboro to kill her, probably. Right. So, Wait, did he live in Brattleboro? No, that's what they're saying. There's no reason for him to have been in Brattleboro. Oh, he lived in Fitchburg, right. Massachusetts. Oh, my God, Fitchburg. Um, and so the the family had reported her missing on Sunday after finding her backpack just laying in the yard at, in her Harvard, Massachusetts home. Well, I heard that um, um, the family came out and was like, she doesn't just go off places by herself. Like, this is abnormal activity for her. Okay, but they always say that, though. And then they've, I always, know. they've always got secrets. Well, I mean, it must be that BDE. Like, he must have had a big fucking dick if she was going that far to get it. <laughs> Well, that's what they're saying is, like, they don't have a connection. Like, why was he in Brattleboro? Why was she in Brattleboro? So, right. um, but I, I also was... read that, like, he had existing, like, charges. Like, he he already served jail time or something many years ago for something else that he did. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, a shady guy. Right. I'm kind of wondering if, here's here's, like, my crackhead conspiracy theory. Okay. That they shot him. They like thought he had a gun and they shot him and there was no reason to shoot him. And so instead they're going to cover it up by saying, mm-hmm. oh, he was like a really bad guy and he like probably killed her. So like it's fine when really they right. don't know that for sure. That That's my conspiracy. I know because like why wouldn't anybody or even like the police chief. Why wouldn't he say like, oh, he shot at us. So we shot back. Yeah. Like, and it just says in an attempt to speak to him this is interesting this is a good story for one of our update episodes because like we don't have the full story mm-hmm. there's some sh- plot holes because even if he did like fucked up shit you can't just fucking shoot people <laughs> right yeah you need a reason to shoot people <laughs> right well okay now it, it gets me th- like out of all the people in this world like what is there like there's billions of people we got Ricky Martin fucking his nephew, <laughs> and we got this girl fucking this bozo who had existing charges and already served jail time. Like, really? Like, there's a lot of other people out there. Yeah. You don't have to be with these people. As they say, there's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, wasn't she just, like, a normal girl? Like, she didn't have anything going on. Like, no charges, no drugs, no nothing. Yeah, she's fucking around with this guy. It's like, girl, there's so many other dicks out there. (laughs) Not this guy. Maybe she likes the bad boy. Mm -hmm. So they saw him walking around at 745. She was dead in her pickup truck at 1. They found her at 1 a.m. So, but it doesn't release the time of death. So do you think that she died after they killed him? 
and they're trying to cover it up. Mm. Wait, after... Say that again. So they found him walking around at 7.45 in Brattleboro. P.M. Tuesday night. They've... Oh, wait. Oh, no. 1 a.m. Tuesday would have been, like, Monday night. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Oh. Never mind. (laughs) But still, he could have killed her at, like, 5 p.m. And they didn't find her until 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, but now I'm realizing 1 a.m. on Tuesday is, like, Monday night. It's not, like, what? Okay. It's not, like, night Tuesday night. You know what I'm saying? Even even still, it's, like, what were you doing for that amount of time? Like, you were just walking around the city where you just killed somebody and you left her in the truck? Like, wouldn't you try to hide the truck? Hide the body? Like, you're just walking around the city? You had plenty <laughs> of time to flee. Right. And, like, he, go back to Massachusetts stayed. and be like, oh, I was never on Brattleboro. I was always in Massachusetts. Right. Yeah, that's odd how he stayed there. Huh. I don't know. It's a developing story. We'll keep her um, keep our tabs on them. Mm-hmm. Keep our tappers on them. <laughs> All right. So are we shifting in the third here? Yes, shift in the third here. All right. So in third gear, I wanted to talk about the Pan- the new pandemic, this heat wave that is crossing the country. <laughs> um, 110 million people are currently under a heat alert, including us. Uh, I don't know, Vermont is Vermont under a heat alert? I not that I've heard, but yesterday at um, my niece is at a um, like a day camp, and it was illegal for them to be let outside. They have to stay inside. <gasps> oh my god! I mean, unless they're swimming. I don't question it. I think that's yeah. valid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but here in Boston, we are under a heat alert right now. Um, Michelle Wu, our mayor, has opened uh, 12 community centers uh, with air conditioning for people to cool off. Um, and then also, also she opened up 50 splash pads available at various city parks in the in the city. Um so, Megan, if you want to come down to Boston to cool off, you can go in a, in a splash pad. <laughs> so, drive in my unair conditioned car four hours to use a splash pad, <laughs> which I don't oh. even know what that is. <laughs> Wait, your Kia doesn't have air conditioning? No, not anymore. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I, I, you know what, Megan? The other day I thought of you because I was mm-hmm. driving in Boston traffic and I saw a brand new Kia Rio. And I knew it was brand new because it's like that futuristic looking Kia that I'm like, I mm. look at the car and I'm like, that's a Kia. It was a Kia Rio. So I didn't even know they're still making them. I love them. They're so cute and tiny. Yes. So the heat wave that is crossing the country. I mean, right now in Boston, like the entire week is like uh, over 95 degrees. I saw on Sunday, it's going to be 97. It's like, that's really abnormal for New England. Like mm-hmm. we sold all of our air conditioners because we're moving to Florida we were not anticipating uh, this kind of heat coming on in, in Boston because usually like at night we can just open the door, open the windows. And like, since we live right by the water, the the breeze is always coming in. So it's nice. But like, even at night, it's like sweltering hot. Oh, it's disgusting. God. So nationwide officials are saying to stay indoors and to stay hydrated. Um, I got an email from my electrical company um, Eversource, and they were like, conserve electrical, conserve power, conserve energy. And I'm like, 
Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to not run my air conditioner for like a quarter of the day to conserve energy because Eversource is telling me to. Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, uh, Yeah, I, I bet you their corporate offices, I bet you they ain't turning off their fucking air conditionings. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, fuck you. Uh, you should be lowering the cost. Um, and that's another thing. Not only is this a heat wave that is crossing the country, it's an economic crisis. Because we are also dealing with inflation here. We can't afford gas. We can't afford groceries. We can't afford anything, any luxuries in our life. And now we're forced to, like, potentially not drive to work because we got to air condition the house because it's so fucking hot. So Mm -hmm. not only is it just, like, a health crisis, a heat crisis, whatever, it's, like, affecting people's pockets. Because it's expensive to fucking air condition your house. Um, And especially in, like... New England, where most places don't have, like, central air. Like, it's not normal around here to have central air. We all have window units. So... Right. It's like... Exactly. You know, some people don't have window units because usually it doesn't get this hot here. So now people are scrambling to find air conditioning when it's, like, dire to have it. Um, um, Some other things that I read is that the elderly is at risk, children are at risk. I mean, just imagine, like, an elderly person with like dementia who doesn't know what the fuck's going on and they just go outside and like go to like go into the garden or something for like a couple hours. If this lady is like 85 years old and she's got dementia, she's probably going to die in that heat. And she doesn't yeah, even know what's going on. She's going to be hot. She's going to be confused and like not find her way back and she's dropping. Right. Apparently down in Oklahoma and Texas, they're getting the heat the worst, which it, I've been reading and it says that Austin has reached 100, 100 degree days on 38 of the last 44 days. Oh my God. And apparently they're hitting all these records down there. It's been over 100. In some areas, it's been 115 degrees. Um, um, but I thought, I thought that was normal for down there. Like I thought 100 degrees like in Arizona was like normal. But they're saying in Texas, like these are record highs. Like it's not mm. always like 100 degrees every day. But I thought it was. <laughs> Well, maybe, like, for us who grew up in the north, it's just like, oh, it's so hot down there. It's got to be, like, 100. But, like, realistically, maybe not just because, you know, that's, like. I feel like this, like, this kind of heat in New England is in comparison to, like, an inch of snow in, like, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, so, like, people don't know how to react or, like, we don't know what to do. Like, we don't know how to prepare for a heat wave of, like, this, like, caliber. So, I mean, it is well, a health crisis at this point. Well, and then I'm also thinking about the homeless population that that they don't have anywhere to go, but just, you know, sit on the hot pavement. At least Miss right. um, Wu is opening up community centers and <laughs> stuff. Miss Wu! Well, I hope Miss Wu would be opening splash pads with all the tax money I give her. So... <sighs> The last, I mean, at least, the least she could do is to open a splash pad. Okay, what is the splash pad? I don't even know. All I can think of is like <laughs> going to Costco and getting like one of those little mats that have like sprinklers on them for kids. I don't know what a splash pad is. Or maybe you like have to jump on it and like it splashes. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Is it for the kids or is it for like adults? I don't know. But there's 50 of them around the city, so maybe I'll go find one. 
Yeah, take Harley. <laughs> um, another note I made was I found this interesting in Oklahoma is that their um, ground is mainly uh, or predominantly clay. So with extreme temperatures, it constricts the soil, the clay, and it causes the ground to shift and it causes uh, water pipes to break. So apparently down there, they're having a lot of uh, boil or boil water orders because of all the water mains that are expanding and breaking because of the soil is getting so hot. I thought that oh, was wow. so interesting. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I feel like the United States is such a unique country just geographically because a lot of places they have like one climate. We have all climates in right. in our area. So, yeah. yeah. And when you think about it, like the country's not that big. Like you could drive to Florida in a day. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty close in like retrospect to like how big the, the world is. And it's like you can go from like freezing cold weather and go for an hour or 24 hours and be in like sunny temperatures. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say the same about Canada. Like you go from one end to the other. It's always going to be the cold basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like in the winter time. That's kind of what I'm saying. But um, I read something that even England is struggling because England, again, they're cold and rainy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of they're saying a lot of people don't even own air conditioners yeah a lot of the houses are actually built to keep heat in <laughs> so they're baking in their houses and just like us they're like hello what do we do <laughs> yeah i read a number that said there's at least a thousand deaths already from this heat wave i don't know if there are many in the u.s but i did see a lot of them were happening in like um other countries and i think also in the uk like i I was also Mm -hmm. reading about the uk's like heat wave epidemic or something but yeah so i thought that was interesting i mean it's something we're all going through right now this heat wave pandemic forget about covid we're talking about this damn heat wave that's running through us so Mm -hmm. um yeah that's my little story on the heat wave pandemic megan so kick us into fourth gear here so fourth gear here i have another murder (laughs) oh my god you're on a murder kick Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> um, so the headline reads, man plows into family with vehicle, kills two with shotgun before another victim kills him. What the fuck? So. Where was this? Tell me, where was it this, Florida? No, it was Montana. Oh my God. Interesting. So this happened on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation in northwestern Montana. It happened um, on a reservation? Yeah, so the the family was walking near Glacier National Park. Um, oh. It's a family of a husband, wife, and three kids. Yeah, and so the the last name is hard. It, David Siao, thirty nine, and eighteen um, month old Mackenzie were the ones that perished in the shooting. So. The shooter is Derek Amos Madden, 37, um, who was in a prior relationship with the wife slash, like, mother of the family. And it yeah. had a history of being a little kooky, a little kooky crazy, having some issues. Yeah. So he was in a relationship with Christy Siao, 40, who was married to David Siao and had Mackenzie and then two other children. So is that Chow? No, it's Seau. It's S I A U. 
S I. Oh my God. I thought you were saying C I A O. No, Xiao. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that Chow? <laughs> Chabella. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so he he had never had any run in with the police before the um the assailant, but um his family said that he had had a lot of like um mental issues and stuff. Yeah. So they were originally from the New York area, uh, but they were out there visiting family and they were just like walking, having a nice having a nice time and he had must have followed them there or something because he yeah. um ran them over and shot um the mother or no he shot the father what's his name david right yeah so they shot the he shot the father david who died on scene and mackenzie um the 18 month old and he must have had a horrible shot because he ran out of bullets so then he started with a knife luckily during the okay with a shotgun and you got a horrible shot with a shotgun i mean you shouldn't even be shooting with a gun at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely wasn't doing target practice. Um, so luckily, two of the children who we don't have much information on them. We don't know genders, ages, whatever. Two of the children were able to escape, but yeah. he attacked um, Christina with a knife. And this queen protecting oh, her family, you bet your ass that she took the knife was able to wrestle it and defend herself and killed him with the knife. <gasps> she killed him? Yes. Oh. Okay, those children must be traumatized right now. I I know. The, the amount the of traumatic surviving experience children. this was. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know how how you can recover from something like this. There's definitely going to be a lot of uh, mental yeah. things to sort through. Holy shit. So yeah, he he died. She was able to, um, you know, then get help. Unfortunately, Mackenzie was pronounced dead at the hospital. Um, so the husband and eighteen month old daughter. I mean, how screwed up are you to to kill like a literal baby? Right. I mean, um, apparently he was trying to kill the whole family. Like fuck. Right. But um, I just I just find it amazing the power of womanhood and motherhood for her to just be like, you know what? Bye. Yeah. Uh-uh. This ain't happening. <laughs> well, after and... witnessing him kill your husband, shoot him with a shotgun, kill your your baby. I mean, killing somebody with a knife is brutal. The fact that she mm-hmm. could she even did that is literally insane. Yeah, so, um, I mean, she, I'm, you know, she'll probably, like, self-defense and everything. I don't even think there's, like, an issue about her, like, having to go to trial or anything. It's pretty clear-cut, you know? Right. Um, so now she just has to try to heal from this horrible situation, and, yeah. That right. It was a pretty clean cut. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say how many times she stabbed him. I feel like... I would Man. definitely, I bet you it was like a momentary, like psychotic break on her part that gave her like the inhuman strength to overpower right. this man and kill him. Honestly, yeah. like after seeing her husband die immediately and her baby suffering in her arms, just be like, yeah, you're done. You know, the adrenaline must have been like flowing through her veins. Right. 
So my thoughts are with Christina. Well, I think that's all the time for we have today, Megan. Let's end it on that note. Be sure to follow us, everybody, on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Um, we are updating over there. We're keeping you guys in the loop of what's going on over here on Crime on Tap. Slide into our DMs, message us, let us know what you're loving, what you're hating. And make sure to listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, the other mm. ones. Share us with your family, friends, foes, and hoes, and bros. Yes! Oh my God, bros, perfect, frats. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Where crime, crime is, is always, always on, on top. <laughs> <laughs>